anarchist, but the reason that I will be voting Labour in this election is that I am convinced that if we have another four years of these monstrous rapacious Tories, we may not ever have another meaningful vote upon anything. I think the stakes are that high. Go out and do your best. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Second Ron. Yes, you listen to the Synchronon. The Second Ron, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, Steve Simon. Uh, I'm Harrison. Harrison, uh, do you stream on Twitch or Microsoft Mixer? I have not uh, dabbled in Mixer yet. All right. So. Thanks, Satan. This isn't you then. Uh, why? God, what ha- what? there's a guy mm. who I think is impersonating your likeness okay. and your name. Hmm. Yeah, he goes by Harrison, Harrison J. Harrison Jr., I think. Harrison Jr.? Yeah. Oh. And he looks just like you. Get the fuck out of now, check this it town. Out. Get out of the this The only town. difference between you two is he's a registered sex offender. Is he? Yeah. Oh, wow. And he just got his uh, mixer, I guess, account canceled. And I'm an unregistered sex offender. <laughs> but look at this guy. It's you with a mustache. Wow, it's a little bit. I know. If, bit, you, yeah. if you had a mustache and these sunglasses, look at this people on the on, that are streaming. You could see this. What was this? What was the sex offender tweet? So he uh, he's been mm. a verified streamer partner mm. on uh, Microsoft Mixer's platform. I mean, he's actually been making money. Yeah, and, but he, they mm. canceled his deal after he tweeted an image of himself alongside the text: "Come watch a registered sex offender play Fortnite with ten-year-olds." Mm. And I saw this, and I was like. Holy shit, that's not Harrison, is it? Because mm. it kind of looked like you. I mean, right. and then it said Harrison, his name. Mm. You, you gotta, you gotta decapitate this guy. There okay. could only be one. Yeah, and I that's get... the only way to destroy these Highlanders. I mean, I don't know if I want to decapitate him. You know, that's the only way to destroy like, these streamers. I... Okay. Haven't you seen that? Then, then you get the quickening. It starts happening. <laughs> I think you're thinking about witches or something. I don't no, know. Highlander. Did you mm. ever see those? Same, the same rules of Highlander apply to streamers. Okay. But this guy is appropriating your likeness. Yeah, that's not good. I know. I, I saw that. It was, like, was like him and that. The, what, who did that before? The fucking time traveler. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That guy kind of looked yeah, like you too. Yeah, that hipster time traveler guy. What, what's your handle on Twitch? It's uh, Rot- Rotundo. Okay, so it's not Harris. Yeah, yeah. All right, so then there's no mm. way really to confuse the two of you. No. I mean, sure, there's, there's, <laughs> there are some ways you could do I it. guess. Mm. I saw that. I was like, what the fuck? This guy, mm. this Harrison Jr. here, he's, uh, he's tweeting about, his, uh, about playing Fortnite with 10-year-olds. Mm. I don't know, man. Mm. You could, you could murder him. disaster. You could murder him and mm. then say it was for your God. Much like uh, the subject of our intro here. Ooh, who's the subject of our intro? Nico Jenkins. You know, it's about time we covered that because I feel like that moment is kind of one of the more important moments of, of my generation. Is Nico like, Jenkins? Yeah, like when he ran in there to fight those, um, those rookery uh, dragon whelps, you know, it, it's... 
he just ran in without even thinking and it, it just it the parallels between that and the FDNY just kind of rushing into the Twin Towers after the attacks were just amazing. I thought when you uh, suggested the name to me, Nico yeah. Jenkins, I thought he was like an extra on 227 or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just was like, who's, like, was yeah. he on the Jeffersons? Like, who's this guy? Yeah. I, yeah, I'd never heard of him before. I, yeah, first time I heard it, I thought it, I actually did get it confused with Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's the, I see who's that. the, who got his uh, party killed by dragon whelps, you know? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> when did that happen? That was like 2006 or something. Dragon whelps. Yeah. Do you remember that video? Of course you remember that video. I kind of do. It's it Leroy Jenkins. He's a, you know. And is it, it what, was he playing a video game? Yeah. It's like his party in World of Warcraft. Or like, oh, oh, they're yeah, like calculating okay, okay. the like hit damage no, no. per second and then he rushes in and he gets rushes in killed. and starts killing people yeah, yeah 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 so but was he doing it for his god no he was just doing it for like chicken or just something. for the lulls yeah <laughs> so um nico mm-hmm. jenkins here was a spree mm-hmm. killer i would say when was this like 2013 2011 not mm-hmm. that long ago uh he was a spree killer who killed for this egyptian serpent god apophis oh yeah yeah that's what I'm saying. Just make up a god. Just go out, kill the streamer, and say it's for Mumra. Right. You'll get uh, you'll get not guilty. I'm putting up a, a picture of the god of Apophis, Apophis, the serpent god of Egypt. Yeah, he. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I did a little research on him. Apophis, mm. also known as Apep, Apep, which sounds Apep. like a yeah, that sounds like a trap rapper. It does. Yeah. Apep. Mm. Uh, he's a great serpent, enemy of the sun god Ra. He's great though. Isn't he? Apep? He's so great. No, he is He's great. He's a great serpent. He's a great serpent. He, he really, really is. is. Yeah. Uh, the sun was Ra's great barge, which sailed mm. through the sky from dawn to dusk and mm. then went into the underworld. It's almost like a ride at Disneyland. That's a nice thought. But as it navigated through the darkness of night, the mm. great serpent attacked because he sought to kill Ra and mm. prevent the sunrise. So if you ask me, I kind of am down with this. No sunrise. He's like the goth Egyptian god hmm. you know he's like I'm gonna kill Ra there's not gonna be any sunlight we're just all gonna sit in darkness I kind of dig that um, he never actually had a former cult and was never really worshipped but he would feature a number of tales dealing with his efforts to destroy the sun god he was like the sun god's arch nemesis yeah in a way. I remember reading something about him where it's like here's what you need to do to avoid getting fucked by him in the afterlife. And it's like, you got to spit on your shoe and then oh, do a, a little of, dance, uh, wow, dance around. And the, yeah. Right. Like, cause you know how they just find random documents that, yeah, from the old, be, it would be like rituals and things like yeah, that. It would be do. like if in 3000 years, you know, they found like, you know, the terms of service for your iPhone or something, <laughs> you know, and they're like, wow, what is this? So they're about the same as mm. spitting on your shoe, killing right. a chicken, whipping it around in a circle. Mm-hmm. Um, Apophis is associated with earthquakes, thunder, darkness, storms, death. He's kind of cool. He's also linked to the God Set. That's you nice. Know? Yeah. yeah, it sounds like... I just had no idea that Nico Jenkins here was a scholar mm. of Egyptology. Yep. Did you know that? I, I didn't that. know that. I mean, there's a lot of things about this It's kind this of guy. an obscure god. Yeah, why would you Egyptian pick that god. one? Yeah, like you'd, you'd pick Set, Set or something, you know? Or Anubis or Set or something. I mean, yeah. He said hey. he was he he killed people. Mm. He killed four people over the span of 10 days in Omaha, Nebraska in August 2013 oh, yeah. to please the ancient Egyptian serpent god Apophis, who told him to kill. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, the judge that presided over the case didn't quite buy it, and uh, now Nico Jenkins is sitting on death row. So there you no. go. Yeah. Didn't mm. exactly work out for him. Mm. So the way it all went down here, the killings for Apophis, I still mm. wonder how he picked that guy. Like how he picked that god. I mean, yeah. he must have, was, that, was he watching the movie The Mummy, Brandon Frazier? Like where, did, where do you think this guy would have got that? That god was not in those movies. I oh, he wasn't? Who was the god in that movie? It was just Imhotep. Oh, Imhotep, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't a, even god. a god, he was just a guy. He was just a mummy. Yeah. Um, so in July 2013, 26-year-old Nico Jenkins walked out of prison after serving 10 years for carjacking. Mm. This guy, I mean, he had like a, a long record. And this is of, in like, what, Omaha, Nebraska, right? Omaha, Nebraska. Which is not a place you'd think of when you think about crime. But who you know, knows? But you what never it's know, like though. Nowadays. Like uh, St. Louis is yeah, like yeah. one of the most violent areas in the yeah. Midwest. Mm. So you never know. I, I guess I never would have thought about. I didn't even think they had black people in Nebraska personally. Mm. Like all those states are just so white, like farm boys. But yeah, apparently, Nico Jenkins, um, he walked out of prison after serving ten years in carjacking. Um, but within a month of his release, he committed four murders that now have him awaiting a death sentence. Oh, yeah. So right after he got out, he's like, I'm mm. going to kill four people. Mm. So, but, but I mean, honestly, he mm. had like a long rap sheet. This guy, mm. like even dating back to when he was seven years old, he brought a loaded gun to school. So, I mean, obviously there's sociological, you know, implications That's here right. Yeah, he past. did bring a loaded gun to school. I forgot about um, that. But yeah, so anyway, he gets, a, he gets out of prison, mm. commits four murders. So the first one was uh, the morning of August 11th, 2013. Mm. He... Uh, he killed two guys, Juan Uribe Pine and Jorge Cayiga Ruiz. Both were shot with deer slugs, a sawed-off 12-gauge shotgun loaded with deer slugs. He just ambushed them in their vehicle, hmm. shot them both. They were found murdered with their pockets turned inside out. Hmm. Um, and then a few days later, August 19th, the body of Curtis Bradford was found outside a garage. A uh, Jenkins actually knew Bradford. They were friends. Uh, he was shot in the, in the back of the head. Um, apparently, I guess his family was saying that uh, that um, they, they were telling Bradford, like, you don't want to hang out with this guy. He's bad news. And Bradford, being a young kid, was like, ah, he's cool. He's a friend of mine. Next thing you know, shot in the back of the head. Mm. All for Apophis. Um, was Apophis the god in that last X-Men movie? No, that was Apocalypse. That was Apocalypse, And he's yeah. not even a real god, is he? No, he's just a mute, mutant. A mutant, yeah. Yeah, a mutant. A mutanto. Mm -hmm. uh, Jenkins' fourth and final victim, Andrea mm. Kruger, no relation to Freddy. No relation? Okay, no, no, sorry. Right. She isn't. I know. I know that's a bit disappointing, but mm. she was found lying in the road with multiple bullet wounds. Apparently, she had been returning home, or about to return home, after her bartending shift at the local Deja Vu. Um, she left the deja vu and she got to a car and she was ambushed uh, by uh, Nico Jenkins who shot her several times and then stole her vehicle and then made, I love, I love this uh, yeah. description here, a quote unquote feeble attempt to set the vehicle's interior ablaze. Oh my. So I don't know what that means. He just lit her like hanging fuzzy dice he, or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what he did to mm. feebly attempt to light it on fire. But. Right. Uh, when police uh, picked up Nico on an unrelated charge of making terroristic threats, like this guy just wants to go back to prison. 
I mean, who? What do you like? You just committed four murders. Why don't you lay low for a little bit? Yeah, why don't you go to Disneyland? Yeah, or do something. Yeah. Like go play video games in your mom's basement. Mm. Just don't go running around making terroristic threats because you're going to get arrested. Yeah. Uh, they also had surveillance footage and ballistics evidence implicating him in the Kruger killing, and then he uh, confessed a few days later. So it made everybody's lives a lot easier. Mm. And there's actually video excerpts of this confession that we're going to play in a little bit because it's hilarious. Yes. I mean, this guy was like cuckoo for Cocoa Coca Puss. I mean, he was wacky. He's a wacky dude. Some dispute it. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I mean, mm. whether or not he's incompetent to stand trial, I think that's up. Uh, sure. That could be argued. But he is a bit cuckoo. Oh, he's cuckoo. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I guess after he was arrested, he placed a phone call from Douglas County Jail telling homicide detectives he wanted to meet them and tell them everything he knew about the slaying of Andrew Kruger. Mm. And this is funny. because he, he was in there for other reasons? or Well, he's arrested for the terroristic threats. Oh, right. Okay. But then they yeah. kind of had an mm. idea because mm. of the surveillance video that he was probably responsible for the murder of Andrea. Right. But then he didn't say anything. He denied it. And then he like called him as well, like, didn't they, I know what happened. They suspected him already of the, the murder of the other guy, right? The the second, the... Yeah, the, the uh, Bradford that, that he knew. Yeah, because he's they, in a picture with the yeah. kid. Yeah, And okay. so they suspect him of the murder of that. And mm. they also had surveillance videos. So, I mean, there was a lot of evidence there. But, but I mean, he hadn't confessed yet. And they, you know, they when he called the homicide detectives, they're like, sure. And when he, he shows up, he's totally greeting the homicide investigators. And he, he mm. tells them, it's going to be a long night. I'm going to give you everything you need. Yeah. And so the first thing he said he needed was all the information the detectives had on the weapons and whether they've been tested in connection with the killings. He's acting like he's like in CSI. Yeah. He's like, I need all the weapon information. Mm. And you got to brief me on that. <laughs> and uh, and uh, whether these have been mm. tested in connection with the killings. Second thing I'm going to need is a wire, mm. completely recording devices, so I can go out into the hood and help you figure out who killed this woman. Mm. That's what he said. Detectives were like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he kept saying, he's like, I have street cred. I can find out. Yeah, nah. Even though there's video evidence of him committing the murder, mm. he's telling him that. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's called chutzpah. So the Jews call, call it. Um, he said he didn't want to talk in jail, though, because I guess there's too many relatives around. So that's why they transferred him to this other police station. But when he got there, mm. he asked for coffee. They got him two double cheeseburgers, a chicken sandwich, mm. a milkshake. Like, he's hanging out. This is going to be a long night. And it was seven hours, this confession. And, uh, yeah, he fingered two young men, his cousins, as the killers at first. That's who he was trying mm. to pin it on. But then, I don't know, within, like, a few hours, he already admitted to killing all four people. <laughs> Not just Andrea, just mm. everybody. Yeah. And uh, I guess uh, the, the, the sergeant here, the homicide detective, uh, what's his name here? Um, uh, Pankonen. Yeah, John Pankonen. Uh, Sergeant Pankinen told the judge that Jenkins was occasionally emotional, but always coherent and calculated, even clever. Mm. Now, Jenkins disagreed, saying that he has schizophrenia and uh, that he was unable to even consent to the interview. And so he said one sign of his mental illness, and that's kind of what I like about Jenkins. He's not willing to go, like, you know, way out of his way to prove he's mentally ill. Yeah. Because even in prison, with the self-mutilation and everything that we're going to get to in a second, he really wants to prove to everybody that he is loony, loony tunes. Hmm. So the first thing he said, he was like, one sign of his mental illness is he swallowed 
a whole container of rash cream at the jail in an effort to kill himself. What? Is that going to work? Does that work? No. I mean, calamite lotion? Like, what are you, no. <laughs> like, yeah, what's I'm it going to do? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you get some, like, you know, gnarly diarrhea, but sure. I don't think you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. Um, another sign that he's completely mentally ill, according to Jenkins, were the three phases he went through during the interview. Phase one, he said he was cocky and strong, ready to find Kruger's killer. Um, he said he would like help the police with all his street connections. Phase two, he said, I was speaking in tongues. Hmm. And at this point, he said, I guess he like stood on a chair and started scre- screaming to the god Apophis, hmm. asking the god who killed Kruger. <laughs> and then phase three, he just got really quiet and sat on the floor for like an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the, the phases. Now, the Sergeant Pankinen said this is hardly a sign of an irrational loon. He said this is all calculated. Hmm. Like he was all acting. It's almost like method acting. You know, and so there's a video. You have the video here. I which do. Unfortunately, I think our, our streaming audience can't hear, but you right. can watch. Yeah. Tonight, but you're going to get everything that you're going to need to give her family closure. Uh, but I want you to understand something, and I'm going to say this very clearly. I was not there. Only thing I was was for hearsay, not hearsay, but to say, like, okay, my religion of Catholicism, that's the underworld. He was like on the mummy. Wait, wait, like, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> this is them. His religion was the underworld, was like, I'm a mummy. Oh, okay. I'm going to play that part back real yeah, quick. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay, my religion of Catholicism, that's the underworld. He was like, on the mummy, the black book. So this was the... <laughs> Wait, the black wookie? The black book. Oh, okay. Not the black, the black wookie. It's <laughs> like, okay. I think he said Chthonian. Yeah, that's um, what it says. That's yeah. what he sounded like. Chthonia, Chthonia Dibiase or something. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't understand what he was saying. <laughs> Funny and devious. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was. They said mm-hmm. he was speaking in tongues. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure this guy made up his own like Egyptian hood language. Yeah, I mean, they're you know those are like Chthonian deities or, or Chthonic deities. Yeah, Chthonic are deities. Like, yeah. You know, evil underworld deities or whatever. Right. It, do you um, have a picture of this guy? Oh yeah, I put so, it, I put it up. Yeah, yeah he had mm-hmm. face tattoos way before it was cool, like way mm-hmm. before like Lil Xan. Right. And you know, and all yeah. those trap rappers. This guy was doing it back in like 2010. And a lot of those were self-inflicted tattoos. Well, I, I think it really started to go to town once he was in jail for yeah, this. Yeah, well, that, that's mm-hmm. when he like had to prove he was cuckoo. Mm-hmm. Cuckoo bananas. Um, Jenkins said, my head kept pounding, boom, Mm. boom, boom, boom. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then the demonic forces just attacked me, started telling me to murder. He said, I can't sleep 36 hours at a time until I did the first one. So he'd be awake for 36 hours until he murdered for the God. Obviously, I think there's a little bit of like sleep deprivation and sanity going on. I definitely felt like that before. You and know? you're going to murder for the God? Well, I feel like, like I can't go to sleep and, you know, I go to McDonald's and I get a sausage biscuit and I still can't sleep and it's, you know. Next thing you it's know. It's 8 a.m. You you're know? praying to the Lord Apophis. Right, yeah. <laughs> Serpent God of the Egyptians. Yeah, it's like I haven't been, I've been up for two days and I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm running a suicide bath and I don't even know what's going on. Did that happen like when you're at the McDonald's on Sunset in the dumpster or something? 
Um, that's when I freaked out. Yeah, oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but were the, you like awake for like thirty six hours? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah or two that. days. And then that was also what happened. I think when uh, when I was like, not the only way to stop this is to like oh, is to get in this bath with this knife. <laughs> and then it's like I got a call, and Ryan Keeley was like. Do you have a, my computer's broken? Can you help me write this fucking article I'm supposed to write for like Fleshbot? And I'm like, yeah. And she <laughs> great timing. And for some reason, she gave me cocaine, and it like it counteracted. Like it, I don't know. It fixed me or something. Wow. Yeah, it was weird. Or did you write the write the story? Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I wow, was yeah. still able to come up with some pithy jokes for her fucking <laughs> article. So. Yeah. So uh, he confessed to the murders, and he is on death row, but he blames the Nebraska Department of Corrections. That's who Nico Jenkins says is responsible for these murders. Mm. He said it's equivalent, like the fact that they ignored his mental illness and didn't treat him. He says it's equivalent to him being a pit bull, that they pull off the chain, and whoever it hurt, you're responsible for it. Because you knew the danger of the pit bull, and you knew the danger that you created in that cell. Okay. All right. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah. So he filed a $24.5 million mm. lawsuit against the state of Nebraska that never actually claimed to pass. Mm. But he, he felt that they failed to treat his mental illness while he's in prison and release him too early, which is why he snapped and killed those people. Hmm. Yeah. Um, prosecutors claim that he killed those people to cover up the robberies of the victims because like even those two guys in the truck they had their pockets turned out mm. uh, he stole the car from the other woman uh, from uh, Kruger but he insisted he didn't remember killing anyone and that only the Egyptian god Apophis ordered him in a foreign language to kill the four human sacrifices mm. that's what you gotta do just say you're doing it for your deity Marduk, that's a good one. I kill for Marduk. Yeah, he's Marduk is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dr. Eugenio Levetto. Although that like, you know, you're responsible for the things that I've done. I mean, that, what is that? Fucking Panzeram said that. Manson yeah. said that. Oh, they yeah. all do. Yeah, they all say that. Well, because they don't want to assume responsibility for their actions. And I mean, to some degree, they're right. You know? Well, yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of mentally ill people in prison yeah. that aren't treated, but... At the same time, he's the one who pulled the trigger. <laughs> it's sure. caught on video, you yeah. know. Um, but, you know, kind of a, like a testament to what he's saying here, because mm. a lot of prosecutors and judges, you know, dispute the fact that he's mentally ill. But Dr. Eugenio Levetto, who's a psychiatrist for the prison system, said that Jenkins is a psychopath and one of the most dangerous people he's ever evaluated. He sounds like the doctor for Michael Myers. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. I'm going to drive you to the new facility. Mm. And then he escapes. Starts killing for the Egyptian gods again. Um, yeah, this guy's like a supervillain. He is. He, he is, really is. He's, he's a lot like uh, Victor Zaz from yeah. Batman. He you is, know? yeah. He's got the he's cuts like, all over his body. And, and his whole face, face is like yeah. scars all over his he's face. He's all looking like a, like a nut. So nut they farm. found him ultimately mm. competent to stand trial. And uh, less than a year after confessing to, to the detectives, he pled no contest to charge of first-degree murder. And uh, now he's on uh, death row. But while he's been in prison, he's still being evaluated by psychiatrists who claim that he's not competent to stand trial and he wasn't competent in 2014. He's just got like nonsense words tattooed on his face. On his face. Like, I think all of it is. Pernicurious and like 
hermaphroditeosis. <laughs> or like I honestly I can't really read it. It's like it, a prayer for Apophis, I'm yeah. sure. But I was looking at his wife too, and his his wife actually has um on her face it's a it's a facial tattoo that says it's ride or die, but it's actually ride ampersand die <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> but less real estate there. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Um so anyway, now he's trying to go that whole route of I wasn't competent to stand trial. And by, by proving this to people, he's uh, performing all these self-mutilations while in custody. And you can see some of the, uh, the images that we have there that he, he carved. Like, so his first year in prison, he carved the number 666 into his forehead. But because he was looking into a mirror, <laughs> the numbers are all backwards. So yeah. They look like upside down nines, which I believe is like, isn't that like the emergency service number in England, 999? Yeah. Yep. So maybe that's mm. what he was trying to do. Mm. And then uh, a few months later, he cut the word Satan into his face, and then he cut his tongue into a snake-like shape. Yeah. He said that uh, he was listening to the voice of Apophis when he attempted to cut his penis oh, no. into the shape of a serpent and did enough damage to require 27 stitches. But doesn't a penis already kind of look like a serpent? I don't know if he's like, trying to el- make two serpents. Yeah, what are you like? What do you? What else are you gonna do? I could see the tongue being split because that's yeah. kind of like a serpent. Well, that tongue. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Yeah, but right. he said it was an homage mm. to the Egyptian serpent god that he claims to worship. So I don't know. Maybe his god likes penis things. Although I mean, <laughs> it's not out of the realm of like reason because don't we the Jews cut the tip of their dicks off for their god? We do. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. gods like mutilated penises apparently. Mm. Um, I guess prosecutors claim that, especially with the latest report of disfigurement here, that these were ploys and that he was, and that they need, that state officials, prison officials need to figure out how he keeps being able to mutilate himself. Like, where is he getting the razors from? Yep. And so a warden told a judge that they put cameras in his cell, absorbent socks under the, the cell door to prevent items from being passed underneath. Because I think what's happening is the other guys in the prison system is like, let's see what Crazy Jenkins is going to do next. Slip him another razor. Yeah. Because you know he's got to be entertaining oh, totally. everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's also Most no longer deaf. allowed to shave. So I don't know what he looks like these days. Hmm. Um, and a correctional officer stands guard outside his cell and has to check on him every 15 minutes. So yeah, he's nutty. He's nutty. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he, uh, the, the jury's out though. Experts are split as to whether he actually has diagnosable mental disorders. I mean, prison psychiatrists claim that he suffers from bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, possible psychosis, but other psychiatry experts say that he's faking the whole thing. Yeah. Now his wife, who we just talked about, who also has her, uh, her fair share of facial tattoos, Chalanda, she says he's not faking anything. Quote, he's not pretending to be crazy. He's real life crazy. Nico specifically told me that Apophis gives him orders. It was this voice that came and was just like, if you do what I tell you to do, if you follow my demands, then I'll make sure you're safe and I'll make sure you're okay. Mm. Yeah. Apparently, Chalanda has also has a, quite a bit of her own legal issues going on. Yeah, I saw so, some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she said, "This is this is great too." After uh, he was he was released for the carjacking, she said, "I told them not to let him out." I said, "He's crazy. He's not yeah. ready to come out in society." And look what happened. So you got like a bit yeah. of an "I told you so" going on yeah. there. Um, so yeah, you know, Nico uh, 
during the trial, which seemed to be, you know, a lot of shenanigans occurred during that, um, as, as one would do, or as, as one would expect here, Nico represented himself, which I always love when they do that. Um, he represented himself and engaged in his, in his typical unusual behavior, including speaking in tongues mm. and laughing hysterically while they described the murders, which I don't think is going to help your case at all. No, they don't like that kind yeah, of stuff. I'm sure his, def- his court-appointed defense attorney is like, okay, here we go again. Yeah. Um, but in April, he was found guilty and uh, sentenced to death until uh, three years later when they, they started reevaluating him psychologically. And that's when he started with this whole, the mutilations and all that. Hmm. Um, but uh, as of right now, he's still um, considered, you know, he was considered fit to stand trial and he's still on death row. Hmm. Um, although he took the, he appealed to the state Supreme Court, they threw it out. So I don't know. Crazy Nico Jenkins hmm. still up to his, uh, I wonder, you know, I wonder how far he went with the whole worship of the Egyptian god. I mean, he is carving his tongue and carving his penis for him and, and murdering for him. But do you think he has like his own, does he pray to him? Does he have like a, like an altar? I don't, I, I think, I, I mean, I think the god tells him what to do and he does it. But I mean, he, he obviously worships him. I guess so. so. Yeah. I, I wish someone would ask him, like, where'd you find out about Apophis? Because, you know, I know a fair, you know, my, a fair amount about Egyptian history, you know. Mm. Um, but I'd never heard of that one. Had you heard of that one? No. I mean, I've heard of Set. Yeah. I've heard of Anubis, the mm. obvious ones. But this guy, I think he's an Egyptologist. Maybe. Might be. Um, lastly here, last thing I want to mention, though, uh, he's been in the news recently. Uh, because he's on the verge of getting married. Mm. Apparently, uh, this woman, uh, Don Arguello, is in love with him. She has feelings for him, and uh, they've been communicating. They've been prison pen pals. Even so much that he added a new tattoo on his face. Don. So apparently, amidst Satan and the 666, you know, there's Don on his head. This year, uh, in the last year, I've actually like gone on some of those websites and considered doing some prison pen palling. <laughs> I thought you were going to consider a face tattoo. Oh, yes, um, that too. Wait, who are you going to pen pal? Like a female? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a male? Female. Just start chatting with her just to do it? Yeah. I'm, I'm lonely, I guess, you know? Oh, you should definitely do that. Yeah, I think I should. And we can keep up with the correspondence I was looking here. At, oh, yeah, I was looking at some. Like, um, were you going to look, look for an attractive one or one that, like, did some kind of egregious murder or something? Somebody did something interesting. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. Yeah, I fully yeah. endorse this. Mm. Yeah, it might lead to true love. Maybe. I mean, you know, you never know. You never know. Or maybe another stab in the dick. Attempt. Maybe, maybe Attempt. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Arguello here, when a reporter called her and asked her about it, she declined to comment. But before she hung up, um, she the reporter asked her about it and she and uh, was like is this true are you actually engaged and without directly answering she said this is what she said about jenkins he's an enigma and she kept talking about his intelligence wit humor and how he was in her eyes mistreated in prison but he's an enigma wrapped in a riddle i think everyone is mistreated in prison <laughs> so yeah, i know it's, it's, it's prison yeah um, but yeah, they, they, they plan to get mm. married here. And uh, unfortunately for him, though, I was reading about mm. this, death row inmates 
do get weekly visitation hours in which you're permitted to hold hands or share a quick embrace or maybe a little kiss. Mm. You know, light peck, light pecking, a little bit of light snogging. Uh, but there's no uh, conjugal visits. Hmm. Not allowed. So why get married? You know? What? I mean, I why, mean, why would you get married? Because I guess it, it still happens all the time. I suppose. You know? yeah. uh, she hasn't visited him, though, once. Um, so I guess she, she, she's, she's only visited about once? It. She said, yeah, she's visited once. Is that? My God. Hey, mm. Love at first sight. Yeah. Maybe she likes the facial tattoos. I think the problem with prisoners is that once they're in prison, they kind of become less interesting because <laughs> they're all like about Jesus or whatever. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they, the impression I got well, when I was... But that's the ones, though, that I think are trying to get out on good, you know, good behavior. And maybe that's true. They're, they're feigning mm. their love for God. Feigning anyway. their love for God, girl. Or Apophis. Apophis. Yeah. Anyway. Apophis. Apophis. This is episode 717 here of Sick and Wrong. Uh, we have some news stories coming up next. We have some phone calls a little later in the show. Uh, before we get to that, though, uh, here's a word about our Patreon page. Hello, Sick and Wrong patrons. In case you haven't noticed, and judging by the numbers you haven't, Sick and Wrong has their very own Patreon page where you can find outtakes, extra stories, extra phone calls, and a whole lot more. These guys are putting out at least another hour to a week of additional content. To put it in perspective, here are some things that are more expensive than a $5 a month membership on Patreon. A pack of smokes. A value meal at any drive-thru. One $6 whore. Three $2 whores. A $10 crack rock. A six-pack of beer. A beer at pretty much any club. One movie ticket, two joints, and two gallons of petrol. Hell, when you break it up, it costs less than 17 cents a day, and that's cheaper than feeding a starving African child. So sign up and help these Jews continue to craft the fine podcast we all enjoy so much today. So first story we have here uh, has to do with an exhibitionist who is stabbed to death by his friend mm. after exposing his penis as a party trick. It's a great party trick. It's not, I don't know if that's a party trick. It is if know? it's puppetry of the penis. Is it? Yeah, if you can do, make it speak like a puppet, that's a party. Like Ace Ventura kind of thing? <laughs> do you oh. remember when, uh, I don't remember when this was. Mm. It could have been when you were in rehab. Mm. But I said that you were like really, no, you know what it was? It was when we had that Australian porn star on the show. Mm. Uh, 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 Sterling, I was saying that uh, you were on tour with the puppetry for the penis show. Like I that's because you were so that. into yeah. that. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, really? I love mm. that show." Like mm. he was super into it. It's a real thing. Yeah, puppetry oh. of the penis. Huh. So you can go see it. And it's All like right. they, I don't know, do like Hamlet with their dicks or something. Mm. But that this is totally different. This guy is kind of like. Do you, you ever hear that Milton Berle? Wackerly used to bring this up all the time because he was a really huge fan of Milton Berle's penis. Okay. But apparently Mil Milton Berle had like a giant cock. I know, everybody's, everybody knows that. Yeah, <clears throat> and so the, he was one of those guys that when he got drunk, he would just whip it out on the table in front of people because hmm. it was funny. Uh, yeah, I guess it is a party trick. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I think this guy's kind of like that. Hmm. Um, so an exhibitionist here who liked to expose his penis as a quote, party trick, was stabbed to death by his friend who thought he was being sexually propositioned. Which I could see how that could be misconstrued. Sure. I mean, if you're alone with your buddy and he whips mm. his dick out, wouldn't you think, like, what are you doing? But you gotta know if he's the kind of guy that whips his dick out because he thinks it's funny. Or 
or you well, know, like Jizzy Jake, like Jizzy Jake would Jizzy do that, Jake would whip and his I would know out, yeah. what was going on. You know, I would know that. But whether, what if Schlitzie whether whether or not he's, out, though? I'd probably carefully back out of the room because <laughs> that could be anything. <laughs> So Paul Lundy here, 48 years old, thought he was God's gift to the ladies and would regularly expose his genitals in front of other people because he was proud of its size. Yeah. Um, Wow. He was proud of being a habitual sex offender here. Uh, But on May 22nd, he was knifed three times by Nathan Calder, who's uh, 20 years his junior, who claimed the victim had sexually propositioned and manhandled him. Hmm. However, friends and family claim that Lundy uh, was not sexually interested in his friend and that he was just being, quote, a bit too affectionate when he got drunk. So I have a picture of them if you want to post he a picture. He just wrapped it around him like a fucking uh, something. But, but you know, you know? You know I, obviously this is, is uncalled for. Right. And it's, you know, it's not appropriate to pull your dick out. No, it isn't. As a party trick. That's right. But, you know, there's a lot of touchy drunks out there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I personally, I find them very annoying. Almost as bad as like the aggressive drunks. In fact, I think I prefer the aggressive drunk to the touchy drunk. Okay. Because the aggressive drunk might start a fight. It might be amusing. But the mm. the touchy drunk is just annoying. Like, you know, they, you know what I'm talking about? Mm. They, they, they grab so the your bald biceps. guy is the dick guy. He's the dick guy. And the angry looking guy. guy yeah. Is that the guy is the that guy you him. don't pull your dick out for. Exactly. You got to know your looks audience. like he wants to stab the guy who's taking his mug shot. You have to know your audience. Yeah, you, you really do. You out. really need to know it. I mean, dear like, God, look at Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. He didn't know his audience. I'd rather not. But, okay, <laughs> sure. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about with the touchy drunks that like, like, uh, like broke Dick Thomas, sure. who's been on the show because mm. he broke his dick a long time ago. He's like mm. the epitome of, of touchy, affectionate drunk. Mm. Like he would lean in. He's a close talker with his fucking halitosis breath. It's like chin on your shoulder. He would do one of those things where he'd grab your side, like your side fat. He'd just kind of grab it. Mm. Oftentimes he'd grab your muscles. Like he'd grab yeah. your biceps and be like, whoa, have you been working out? You're just like, stop touching me. And those type of guys are also the type of dudes that'd be like, you got a lot of tattoos. You got tattoos on your back. It's like, yeah. Can I see? It's like, no, I'm not going to take my shirt off. Hmm. It's like those affectionate drunks. That's why I'm saying I'm not surprised that the guy, you know, would pull his dick out. He's probably, especially he's a drunk English guy. I'm sure English guys find that hilarious. Hmm. You know, a drunk English lout. Um, Calder here, Nathan Calder, uh, was found unanimously guilty of murder by a Worcester Crown Court. But he claimed that he had acted in self-defense. It's a little bit of history here. Lundy and Calder had been friends for about two years. And on this particular fateful evening, they were, they were spending the time drinking together when the incident occurred. He pulled his dick out and Calder flew into a rage when Mr. Lundy, this is what Calder said, asked if he would perform a sex act on him. So Lundy, he, Calder claims Lundy asked him to suck his dick. Hmm. Possibly. Um, but the family, friends and family are saying, ah, he just pulled his dick out because he loved to pull his dick out. He was proud of it. The prosecutor here, Jonas Hankin, described the attack as focused and determined, adding that Calder used forceful stabbing at the vital structure of the face and neck. Did his penis look like a serpent? A serpent? I'm yeah, not sure. by any chance? Okay. Maybe he was doing it for the god Apophis. Mm. Um, possibly. I mean, it is rather serpentine in shape. 
Uh, Ronald Saunders here, a friend of Mr. Lundy's, said the victim had been an extrovert and that he often undressed com- completely in front of him, causing him to leave. Hmm. So I mean, it's just one of those hazards of hanging out with this guy. Yeah. There's a good chance he's going to either get naked, pull his dick out, or do something like that. So you just should know. If you're going to hang out with him, that might happen. Sure, yeah. You know, we all know people like that. You just have to deal with it. It's kind of like Bob Madigan. Bob Madigan, there's probably, a, every time you hung out with him, there's probably a 60% chance that he was going to pull his pants down and light his pubic hair on fire. Because mm. that was a thing that he did. And I was, it annoyed the shit out of me. He's one of the people you call up and invite to a party when you want to clear it out. It would always do that. Yeah. yeah. He, would, he would always do that. You know, when... Uh, when I used to do Rampage Radio, that show I did from like 2 to 8 in the morning, um, I would often, because I'd come straight from the strip club, mm. and so often I'd bring like, you know, a few strippers with me, and we'd just hang out and do a lot of meth and coke and all that, and, and, and everybody was stoked because you'd bring all these strippers to party with, but it happened so many times that eventually we were going to kick Bob off the show. I think we held a trial for him, but I'd go outside smoking, and then come back in, you'd see the strippers just leaving in a huff, like, there's a gross man mm. burning his dick, mm. and then you go in there, and there's Bob, just clear the room, it smells like fucking Auschwitz in there, and he's got his pubic hair on fire, because hmm. he thinks it's funny. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but that's the thing, it's like, there's those guys, and they get drunk, mm. and that's what they do, and this guy mm. pulls his dick out. Um, Saunders said, continuing, he was constantly cuddling up too much, and it did make you feel uncomfortable. It wasn't sexual, though. He was just too affectionate when he had a drink. Hmm. It's just creepy and annoying. Uh, Lundy's son here, this is the uh, the pervert's son, Lewis, he told police he did not believe his father was sexually interested in men. He's not gay. Hmm. He said he was proud of the size of his penis and he got it out as a party trick. You know, his son had been down that road before. Oh, yeah. His son is like, okay, you know, uh, dad's <laughs> pulling his dick out again. Yeah. Go get him back. Go, go fetch him at the pub. He's got his dick out. <laughs> do, you think he, do you think he, like, pulled his dick out and, like, could, you know, wanted to have a contest with his son? Yeah. I bet you he probably did. I think, yeah, I think uh, all fathers and sons want to do that, I assume. I don't, I, the rabbi never did that. No? No. Mm. I mean, but I mean, you never know. I mean, mm. maybe, maybe they did. I think this guy definitely did. Mm. Uh, this is great, too. During the eulogy, um, uh, his uncle stated that Mr. Lundy was a bit of a ladies' man who wouldn't leave his privates alone. Like, I wonder what his wife thought. Like, in the eulogy, they were mentioning how much he loved to pull his dick out. Right. In front of people. <laughs> Uh, even his sister, the victim's sister, told police, you know, it was a family joke. He was just known for touching his privates and messing with himself. <laughs> so it's like everybody, yeah. I blame this on his parenting. Yeah. You know, it's like when you're, I don't know, in your formative years, you've got to fucking nip that in the bud. You gotta be like, keep your dick in your pants. You're not supposed to do that. Well, here's the thing about this story that, that I, in, in the stories that are like this, which we've done um, a lot. I don't know. Right? <laughs> the, that guy, Ad right? Nausea. This was at a party. This happened at a party, right? Yeah. So that guy, the angry-looking guy, right? Whatever his name is. Uh, Calder. The offender, yeah, Calder. He had this knife on him, and he knew whenever he leaves to go somewhere, goes to a party, he's like, I got my stabbing knife. Just in case. Because it's like you don't just randomly pull out a knife you happen to have and start stabbing somebody with it unless you're like, this is my stabbing knife. 
I don't go nowhere without it. It's a good point. Yeah. Because the guy has a, he has a rap sheet too. That's right. So they, yeah, this wasn't yeah. his first stabbing, mm-hmm. you know, but he, he was the wrong guy to pull your dick out in front of. How many times did he stab this guy? Did it say? Uh, no, but mm. it did say that it was like a focused attack, like on the vital structure of the face and neck. So he knew what he was doing. Okay. You know, um, a focus, what is this? A Japanese role playing game? A focused <laughs> attack. All right. mm. That's what the prosecutor said. Mm. Uh, the sister <sighs> continued saying that the habit started when he was a young lad and he just never grew out of it, but it was all in jest. He just wanted to make people laugh, hmm. you know, comic relief. With Don't your we penis, all, yeah. you know, Lundy was found with severe facial inju- injuries lying in a pool of blood by his housemates. Uh, the court heard that Calder... He got stabbed in the face? And neck, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Calder had a total of 24 convictions from 33 separate offenses dating back to when he was a youth. Who invited this guy? Yeah, exactly. It's like, mm. you don't want this guy at the party. Mm. Uh, he had sexually assaulted a child under the age of 13 and abused what? an older man with a claw hammer. Oh, my God. I don't, know what, I don't know what that means. Just use your imagination there. But he had previous offenses of battery... Uh, possession of a knife, a fray, criminal damage, and theft. So uh, now he's been sentenced to life imprisonment with a minimum term mm. of 17 years, which seems harsh by UK standards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the ju- wow. the uh, judge here said, I don't hesitate to find that Mr. Lundy did some of these acts you suggested. <laughs> this could have been dealt with, though, by moving out of his mm. way. There should have been no difficulty with it. Or maybe just punch him in the balls. That would get him to stop. Yeah, that would probably... You know, uh, kick him in the dick. Yeah, you don't have to kick. stab him in the face. Dick kicker. Yeah, yeah just kick him in the mm-hmm. dick. And he's not going to pull his dick out around you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like classic conditioning, you know? Just like, if you, if you pull your dick out in front of me, I'm going to kick you in the balls. Mm. He's going to stop doing it. Uh, Mr. Lundy's family described their absolute devastation at his death. And they, they said that they're going to miss him every single day. Mm. You know, I'm sure they're going to miss him constantly pulling out his dick at family events. You know, it's funny what you miss when they're gone. But, the, but that's the thing. It's like you think Christmas is never going to be the same again because there's mm. probably a period in the evening when Lundy gets so drunk that his dick's going to come out. Yeah. You know, and it's like he's stuck his dick in the eggnog again. That must that's have not going to happen. Again. Really annoying for like the three years after that fucking Justin Timberlake. Dick oh, in a box. Dick video. in a box. He's just yeah. Doing it every. You know. Oh, oh my god, that must have been this. this guy's theme yeah, song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have here for the second story? Oh. Woman Googled, I'm going to kill tonight for fun before murder. Wow. All yeah. right. So, double McGum. What did she think she was going to find? Like, she's just, I'm going to kill tonight is what she Googled? Yep. Like, what's she going to find? The Misfits song? I... Yeah. Mommy, I'm going to kill tonight. Maybe like a, a forum of like-minded <laughs> yeah, folks. Oh, I'm also going yeah. to kill tonight. You are too. <laughs> oh. Yeah, let's have a party. So, mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Dole, a guy, 20, met up with Mullen Rathid, 24, after talking to him on Plenty of Fish. So. All right. A teenager... Who choked a man to death after meeting him on a? On, well, that's repeating the same thing I just said. Um, he also, she also Googled uh, ways to kill and get away with it. All right, now that's something that yeah. uh, you know uh, that makes her culpable mm. because she's actually. But I mean, mm. saying like I'm going to go kill the night, mm. I don't know what you're going to find with that. Yeah. 
So she invited, after a brief text exchange with this dude on Plenty of Fish, uh, she invited him to her address in Victoria, Melbourne, which is somewhere in Australia. Australia. Uh So, yeah. While the pair were in bed, she then choked him with her hands before wrapping a USB cable around his neck and strangling him to death. Whoa, this is your type of girl. And I think it was the USB cable like from her vibrator or something. <laughs> wow, this is yeah. totally your type yeah, of girl. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Have, have you ever had bit. that experience? Not being choked to death, but being like strangled by the vibrator cord, the Hitachi Not, not a vibrator cord. cord. No, I don't think that's happened. Yeah. Something, though. Sure. It's on the list. Yeah, I've been, I've been strangled with things. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, look, who, you know, come who on. has it? Yeah. Um, she then called emergency services, telling police, I think I've killed someone. I didn't want to, but I did it. Ooh. Uh, the court heard she also told officers, it feels so good. I don't want to be a killer. All right, there you go. Yeah, now so <laughs> now right. you just implicated yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels so good. I don't want to be a killer. Did she do it? Did she do it for the goddess She-Ra? <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah, she did. Um, <clears throat> she did it for Catra. <laughs> Catra. Uh, she choked Mr. Rathod with her hands before strangling him with a cord. The court heard she had only just been allowed to live on her own. Dolagai was neglected as a child and had been cared for by the state from the age of 10, the court was Ooh. told. She had only been allowed to live on her own for the first time four months earlier after wow. her Department of Human Services carers deemed it was safe to do so. Wait, what, what was wrong with her? Why could she, she had a guard? How old was she when she uh, committed this murder? 20 years old. Oh, okay. So she just kind of became an adult. I think in I like other countries, you can still be under the care of the government even though you're an adult. Like, oh, in, like huh. in Girl like, with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah or I Britney don't know. I Spears. Guess it's like, yes, <laughs> yes, that, like that. Um, yeah. So uh, they deemed it was safe for her to live on her own. Uh, previously, she had two full-time carers from the age of fourteen until the age of eighteen. So these were guardians. She's not a rotundo. Well, she was apparently. She's like had everything bad happened to her or something like i was, i don't know if it's in this article but i was of bad i was reading it was like they were describing like her life in court and it was like the jury was like sobbing oh god because it was like it's she tragic. was sexually like abused by like a million people and all this stuff happened and then she was uh, the, you know like before she was in the care of uh the state it was a whole it was a nightmare what, what happened to her parents um, in, like tasmania or something yeah, they're in Tasmania. <laughs> um, the <laughs> Van Diemen's Land. Yeah, so uh, she suffered from... Me- yeah, there uh, needs to be convinced. Hold on. So um, was she having sex with the guy when she strangled him, or was he sleeping and she just got on him and strangled him? Um, like it was a sex act that gone awry? I think it was a sex... I don't think right. it, I, well, there's dispute about this, all right? So... I hope you're buckled in. If you're not buckled in, <laughs> you better buckle your fucking right. ass in because it's anticipation crazy. Me. Um, so yeah, she wrote uh, in one message, "I feel really sick with bad temptations." Man, she just like 
with the song lyrics. I know. A, yeah, know? I was about to say it's like, a, like the, the band so Evanescence. Good. <laughs> I feel really sick with bad temptations. I don't want to be a killer. You She's know? so emo. Yeah, I know. Uh, Dole was just like blood on the dance floor, or what? Panic yeah, yeah. in the disco, or whatever the. F- I don't know. I don't know what the kids like now. They like the records. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Dole guy and Mister Rathid had only spoken briefly on Plenty of Fish, in which she said she had extreme fetishes, including bondage and discipline, and being gang-raped against her will. (laughs) And the guy's like, sweet, I'll come over. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that would work for you. Of course you come. (laughs) You immediately go over. That's what you do. Well, that's what's funny about this, like in the reverse, because Mm -hmm. it's like, if you were talking to a girl on Mm -hmm. Tinder or plenty of fish or whatever you're just like yeah I have rape fantasies I want to be strangled and blah 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 most girls would be like okay I think I'm gonna avoid this one Mm. whereas like if it's a girl telling you this most guys even if they weren't super into it be like yeah I'm still gonna go over there right you know yeah no I I mean I think even if they're like well you're gonna die I'd be like well it's a chance I'll take yeah I mean you gotta I've never had a woman who was like really committed enough to just actually fully kill me. You know, <laughs> it's like, um, we can dream, we can dream, yeah. you know? So, uh, yeah, she, in the hours before her victim arri- arrived, prosecutor Patrick Bork, Bork told the court that, uh, she, pre- she prepared to carry out the murders. She Googled the phrases. I'm going to kill someone tonight for fun. <laughs> And clicked a link entitled 10 Steps for Committing a Murder and Get Away With It. <laughs> Who has that website? Wait, it's probably like a cracked like article or, or something. something. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a cracked Gizmodo. article. Uh, yeah, Mr. Bork also alleged that she searched for uh, I'm going to kill someone tonight, help. Oh, okay. And I will kill someone tonight, I want to commit murder. Why... I don't. She doesn't. You she know, doesn't know how to she use. She doesn't know internet. how to use the Google. You know, <laughs> like she really doesn't. Like, I'm sorry. What, what the fuck? I know. Yeah. I mean, at that yeah. point, she should have been calling someone mm. and using the phone. Because mm. I don't think the Google's going to help her. <laughs> oh, this is great. Um, when Mr. Rathod arrived, and he's a like a young, uh, you know, South Asian guy, Indian oh, okay. guy. You know, uh, when he arrived, doll guy was dressed in cosplay, and the pair chatted in her bedroom. What, what was she dressed as? It doesn't say. Oh, okay. It doesn't say. Wow, I'm she's sorry. into cosplay. Yeah, yeah. Like so, an other kin. She is, well, dude, you don't even know, all right? Um, is she hot? I mean, see a picture of her. She's not hot, but you know what I mean? Hot enough. Yeah, she, you know, she's got something. But she's into on. hot shit. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. She's into sexy things. She's, got, she's, she's not like classically attractive, but she has. You know, something Some sexual, she's got something there, attributes, something going on. That I find there. appealing. So, yeah. um, getting all distracted here. Oh, yeah. So, she later told police she warned Mr. Rath that she had psychopathic tendencies. I'm just like, yeah, 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 Wait, yeah. Okay, <laughs> did she do you know? that when she when he got to her house, or did yeah. she do that on plenty of fish? I think at the at, when they chatted, in oh, bedroom, okay, and wasn't safe. But said the pair, the pair discussed choke play before choosing a signal for if he became uncomfortable. Hmm. What's the signal? Like it's pineapple? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the trucker thing? Like trucker yeah. Paul. Mm. Like my balls. 
The court heard she told officers she had choked him before wrapping a cord around his neck so that he wouldn't wake up. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So paramedics apparently resuscitated him, um, and he was taken to the hospital, but he died the following day. Oh, man. Yeah. Probably would have had some brain damage anyway. Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, she did, later told detectives she intended to kill him, um, and they said uh, it was her desire. She acted on her desire to kill him. So the, the defense attorney said that uh, she was a very damaged person, <laughs> and she killed him unintentionally. She said the defendant had told police her mental health had been like a war zone, and she hoped her victim would run away and call the police. Wow! Dang. Yeah, she's some damaged goods there. She's you know she's she looks like, she looks like she could overpower this little guy. You know, or is she like like how big is she? She's not big, but she's like stocky. Like the like the like that chick in the um the fucking Seventh Samurai episode of The Mandalorian. You know. I don't know if I saw that one. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's the warrior chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The she one... was a badass. She's like yeah. Xena. Yeah, yeah. She's, oh, okay. Uh, approaching that. Approaching Xena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, wow. Um, yeah, so uh, the defense attorney said, Ms. guy was so damaged. How damaged was he? <laughs> she Was she? <laughs> she was so damaged that her mind was in such chaos that you couldn't be satisfied she had murderous intent. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. She was, she, at least she wasn't lying. She was mm. honest with the guy. Yeah. You know? um, but there's other articles about this and where they call her a shapeshifter because she was into like being a cat girl. You know, the, these cat oh. girls? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just went to... Do you find, I since you've been Japan, to Japan, yeah. you more fully understand like anime and, and Pokemon and stuff? I, I felt I do, that way. I do a bit more. Yeah. I have a I have a deeper understanding of it because at right. first I kind of just dismissed it as like you know child, childish malarkey. Right. But now I can kind of see that there's definitely a lot more to it. it makes, Not that I'm yeah. into it, but mm. I can understand. I mean, there's like a whole culture of people that are obsessed with it. Well, I knew that, but I mean, like I felt like after once I went there, there's stuff about it I understood. I guess you know? I kind of see a little bit in the more, content. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I know, like, oh, this is why the towns in Pokemon are like this, and this is why whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, I see that. Yeah. Like, especially in like Akihabara mm. and places mm. like that, it's like, oh, that makes more sense. Right. So anyway, I, I, apparently one time she would self harm. Okay. Um, one time she was found at a swamp and in what was described as a cat-like presentation. Okay, so she was she was dressed up as a cat. Yeah. Like with a tail like Chitara yeah. or whatever. Another time she stripped naked and climbed up a tree in her backyard. Wow. If you knew all this, yeah. would you still go over to her house? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. She would mutilate herself and jam batteries into places they were never ever supposed to go. Wow. She endured more than 100 operations to remove foreign bodies. Oh, my God. This girl is so psycho. She would self-harm to elicit a care response. So. Man, I wonder if this guy must have been into S&M. Here. Yeah, I know. Well, like, I'm sure he didn't know all of that. No, I don't think he knew that. I don't even know. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was just into like, you know. Yeah, all right. I'm going to go over and... Yeah, maybe she has handcuffs People are like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. I said, I love it. Yeah. I, like, I, apparently a lot of guys do that to just to get laid or whatever. But um, 
But no, she's serious. Yeah, like, she's, she's like shoving batteries. She's up very her serious. Cavities. Well, that's a whole. That's not a whole. That's. <laughs> I know. It's that's, a whole other thing. All right. God. Yeah, but I think she was like into transformation fetish for some reason. I think that's why they're calling it a shapeshifter. Oh, because she was into like transformation like becoming fetish, the becoming the animal. Becoming the animal. Wow. I wonder, I wonder if she got like, because uh, that's the mm. thing. Have you ever seen, uh, like mm. with transformation transformation fetish, it's mm. not permanent. Like like the guy that became Lizard Man. Yeah. Like he's getting like, you know, facial tattoos and like subdural, like subdermal implants and yeah. things like that. She, is she doing that? No, but she should probably consider it. You wow. Know? I get yeah. the feeling she's like some kind of weird otaku other kin. Yeah, that's kind of, she's probably super into Transformation otaku. fetish, whatever, right? Man. Yeah, so. God. Well, she warned him. She I gotta did. say that. She warned him. She did. She's like, I got psychopathic tendencies. If you're yeah. cool with that, just I just want to put that out there. If you're cool with that, then mm. come on over. If not, maybe you should move on. Yeah, I mean, everyone I've ever been with there. who was like, you know, dangerous was really upfront about it. <laughs> what is kidding. that? What's like Maya Angelou? You know, what is it? What, if people tell you who, who they are, believe are they, them or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I believe that. I think, Maya Angelou or somebody. I was that Tony Morrison? Tony Morrison. Yeah, it might have been. Something. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, you should. Mm. Take it at face value. Bimbofication. What is that? I wonder. <laughs> hmm. I know. It's just transforming right. into a yeah. bimbo. Okay. Uh, people send your stories. Sickerob Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have some phone calls coming up next. We have some good calls this week, actually. Um, a couple of responses uh, to, to previous phone calls from uh, earlier episodes. But anyway, uh, you can call the Sickerob Hotline at 323-522-4032. Uh, before we get to the phone calls, though, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire is crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. It's December. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Remember to keep it under three minutes. We'll play it here on the show. Um, also, we're going to be doing our holiday show, I think, next week. Part one of the holiday show. I think it's going to be a two-parter. Something. But anyway, if you want to get your holiday wishes or curses in, uh, remember to give us a call because we'll end up probably playing a lot of calls. Mm. Not quite sure what we have planned yet. Well, I don't want to reveal it yet. Um, no spoilers here on Sick and Wrong. But anyway, call 323-522-4032 and give us some holiday wishes this week or curses. Um, the first call we have here, though, is uh, in response to a previous call we played a while ago. I'm not sure, maybe a month ago or so. Pearl, uh, Pearl called in. Pearl, the lovely Taco Bell worker. She called in and she was saying how she snitched on this woman who, uh, who was smoking a blunt. I think she was like, wasn't she like the drive through manager or something? Yeah, and yeah. She was, yeah, and yeah. she like smoked a blunt with like a passenger or a, a car gave her. Yeah, took a hit off the, yeah. Driver gave her a mm. blunt. She took a hit off of it. And, and Pearl snitched on her. Yep. And then got moved to night shift. Mm. Anyway, Pearl's calling in here in response to that. Okay. 
Hey, daddies, it's Pearl again. So I called, you played my call about why I didn't get my promotion and why I was pissed about my shift being moved. So I'm going to clarify a few things. I wasn't able to get all the details out in three minutes, so I didn't get my promotion because I snitched. What had happened was the girl that took the blunt, she got fired. So she took the blunt and she got fired. But because I was standing there on the CCTV video feed and I didn't physically stop her, my RGM wanted me to grab her and physically stop her. But because I didn't do that, what? I lost my... Wait, she was... <laughs> she's supposed to grab the woman and like grab the blunt out of her mouth or something? That sounds like madness. Is that what you were supposed to do? I think so, yeah. God, why would you do that? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. No, that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. A promotion. And my supervisor, he got a write-up. And it's super bad for shift leads to get write-ups. It's like, it's the equivalent of, like, your principal, you're, like, going to court. You know, I mean, like, I don't know. It's not, the best, <laughs> not the best analogy, but it's the closest I can come up with. Anyway, <laughs> what? This is, I guess I don't know the goings on of Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. In the in the hierarchy of leadership here, but really, so so the girl she smokes a blunt. The manager is supposed to attack the woman smoking the blunt, yeah. and then the shift supervisor has to go to court. Yeah. No, no. But she, he's like penalized. He's, he's like penalized. in stockades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stockades. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. And it's the equivalent <laughs> of like getting you're going like before going con to, Congress or something, testifying before Congress, being Jesus held in Christ. contempt. It's fucking yeah. Taco Bell. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. In fact, I think I think you'd probably be better at at being high doing that job. Yes. Because then you're less likely to be disgruntled and like and want revenge by putting your pubic hair in my food. Well, because it's like, uh-oh, I'm at Taco Bell and I've got written up. I guess I'll just drift out and find another job. You know what I mean? It's a drifter <laughs> job. Like... <laughs> I guess, I guess I'll go to the fucking subway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's like, like yeah. <laughs> honestly, the whole point is you could just drift out into, into another, another drifter job. Yeah, but yeah. like a same like yeah. you know, level job. Uh -huh. It's yeah, yeah. Hmm. lateral a lateral move. That's right. Because I didn't physically grab her and stop her taking the blunt, I didn't get my promotion. So there's some clarification there. So and then you also played a call on the Patreon about. Uh, the Darcel 15 visit, and I wanted to talk about how I said uh, the connection. I guess it's really not a connection. My conception is why it's because of Darcel. Um, so who's Darcel 15 again, or whatever? All right, I, this is gonna. I'm probably gonna get this completely wrong because mm. I can never remember these calls. But I think what happened it was like Pearl's birthday, and they went to like a like a drag bar called Darcel 15. I, like was it a drag mom. bar? Or was it, I thought it was like a drag production of like Oedipus at Colonus. Or, yeah, I, don't know. I think it's a oh, bar. Okay, right, and, right. But there was mm. a show oh, going on. Oh, okay. And yeah. the, her mom was <clears throat> like, I had sex with the main drag queen and that's how you were born. Right. I sure, think that's okay. what happened. <laughs> yeah. My mom was explaining that she was a fake drag queen. They are a thing. There's even a push to get... Uh, her mom was a fake drag queen. A fake drag queen. Yeah. What, what, I don't even understand how that works. It's like a woman who dresses up 
as if she were a man dressed up as a yeah, woman. Yeah, but don't you think the audience would be like, what are you doing? You have a vagina. Get off that stage. Well, we both know women that could pull that off. I, you know? I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you... So. They're called natural queens. To get natural queens on a RuPaul's Drag Race, it's a bit of a controversial thing, but I don't give a fuck about that. I'm trying to talk about my parents. Um, my dad did not work there as a drag queen. Yeah, let's not get into intersectionality <laughs> in this call. We've already, <laughs> it's, it's we're okay. already dealing with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Here. yeah. He... Uh, sorry, I'm walking him on the highway again. He worked. <laughs> I still don't understand why she did. Get a fucking car. <clears throat> you just drift on out of there and just yeah. go over the highway pass. <laughs> the highway. You know, it's like start hitchhiking, like you know, while the fucking Incredible Hulk fucking piano music plays in the background, and you're good to go. Or the on Green the River town. Killer picks you yeah, up and then you're murdered. <laughs> it's on. like, wait, go get a scooter or something. Like Jesus. Yeah. Well, did she say her dad worked there? Is that what she said? Yeah, but he wasn't a drag queen. Okay, okay. Uh, at the time, he was in the military. He was in the army. He was stationed in Korea, and this was back in like 2004. So it was before his tour in Afghanistan, and his buddies it all made a stop in Portland, where I grew up. Wait, 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 wait. what? Her her father was in the military, and I think that's where he developed his love of drag. Okay. Was this like Weimar Berlin or something? I don't get it. Like, I'm sorry. Is she 14 <laughs> years old or something? I don't, she's she's young. like, this is back in 2004. I thought she was like in her 20s. I think she she's just like, turned 21. It's back in t 2004. That was 15 years ago. And I'm not sure. But mm. I think she's like 21 or 22 because she called in about her 21st birthday. Yeah, she birthday. is. She is. Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. He decided to show them the real side of Portland. Keep them in ourselves. Thought my mom was a man. Went to go talk to him. Found out he was her. And then they got married in... I'm so confused. 1995. Okay, I think she meant 1994, not, not, not Oh, 94. Okay, all right. All right, all right, all right. That Jesus makes sense. Christ. In 1997. So, that's the story about my parents met. God, she so, was yeah. born in 97? Yeah. I think I almost graduated college by then. <laughs> God. Yeah. Do you know? It's time. Time ain't looking for friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? In three minutes. Also, Harrison, Overwatch on PC. When are we playing? Anyway, have a good night, guys. Yeah, don't I you play games do, with her I online? Do. Yeah. My problem is my my fucking all these all these kids now. They all they all use Steam, you know, because they they don't even have consoles. Um, and you know, I I have Steam. I've used it, but it's like my computer is starting to suck a lot. So I don't know if I can actually play a lot of the like multiplayer games on there. Oh, wait, Even the one Mac? I played with her was pretty like shaky, um, huh. and my Mac is not working currently. Oh shit! This isn't yeah, mine. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I have. I still haven't got it fixed. <laughs> I don't want to ask. You know. Wow. So you're. Uh, so you are online playing Fortnite with ten year olds. She's not ten. <laughs> she's she's an adult. All right. <laughs> you fuck. But did, did you post? And we were a, playing Seven Days to Die. Yeah, you post a video. Mm, actually, did, people, yeah. you can go to Patreon and you can see mm, this video because mm. I think you streamed it. Yeah, or whatever. So yeah. yeah, I try to sometimes play with weirdos if I if I can. I just haven't been in the video game and mood lately, and also my computer sucks. So. Yeah. Mm. No, we'll work on that. Mm. Anyway, uh, Pearl, thank you for clarifying. I knew you weren't a snitch. You know, I knew that yeah. wasn't like in your blood. 
You don't seem like a snitch to me. That's right. Um, but I really don't understand what they wanted you to do. Like grab the sour cream gun and shove it in her face. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you Spit you're, it out. Yeah. Spit, spit it, it out. Spit it. Get rid of that joint. Mm. I, I don't know what they want you to do. So yeah. I can see your hands were tied. Mm. Uh, hopefully you got the better shift now or just drift on mm. to Burger King. It was your responsibility <laughs> to make sure that she did not bogot that joint, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Drift on the Burger King. Drift right. on the Burger Absolutely King. Absolutely right. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. This should be the name of your album. Drift on the Burger King. You ever, man, you, you ever go to like fucking Farmer Boys? You probably don't. You don't even. No, meet. but I've seen the one that's on Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I go in there sometimes just because it's empty. You can like work out of there. Yeah, who would It's just there? full of a bunch of weirdos. It's like uh, steampunk Mark David Chapman hangs out oh, in there a lot. Oh, you ever wow, see him? Yeah. No, I have, uh, no, but okay, I know yeah. I can, yeah. can, I can, like conceive of what he Good. would look like yeah you can imagine it yeah i can uh, picture it but they're like mascot is just like a t terrifying scarecrow <laughs> <laughs> like to rival the burger king king you know it's also kind of creepy yeah. in those ads yeah um is farmer boys farmer boy or whatever mm. it, which seems like a gay it seems dating like a site. gay porn yeah, site. or yeah. dating site yeah, yeah, yeah. Gay dating site. Yeah. but is farmer boy like a, a west like a west coast chain I think so, i've yeah. never heard of it, it anywhere else yeah 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 that's weird mm. it's anyway, not great it's funny that you go there to, you go there to it's, write it's open till 2 a.m <laughs> you know so it's like you, you can get go, out of your house they have so much space in there because no one's in there no one goes there because it's bad it's, and they have scary scarecrows everywhere it's better than that goddamn coffee shop that's on franklin that all the quote writers go to you've been to that one it's called like the bourgeois pig or something oh yeah no 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 oh no, my no, god no, no, no. i've never been anywhere so pretentious in all my I think life i've been to like on a date there or something but oh, um, yeah no, I, actually i was i went on a date with a girl mm. there that was like mm. oh i love coming here mm. and she's like yeah and she was friends with like a bunch of dickheads in there Comedy that, assholes, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Mm. Anyway, moving on. Mm. We got a call here from a guy who was really upset that Wackerly and I, when we did that episode a few weeks ago, didn't mm. know what sassafras was. Okay. Wow. All right. He was hurt. Hey, this is Rich. D. Wackerly, you dumb motherfuckers. You should know what the fuck sassafras is. Should we? It's, it's should fucking you? Molly, dude. Anyways, I'm uh, here in North Carolina right now. Yeah. Okay. I've done Molly millions of times. Yeah. But why? <laughs> when did they start calling it sassafras? If I recall this from the from the the call, wasn't it that it's 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 MDA instead of MDMA? Wasn't that what it is? Oh, it's just MDA. It's not yeah. MDMA. Yeah. Which I, I was guess. which was um, which has actually been around for a while. That was that's actually what um, Wojtek Frykowski started selling shortly before he was murdered by the Manson family. He was selling MDA? MDA, yeah. But was it called He was Sassafras? actually on MDA. I don't think it was called that then. He was actually on MDA when they killed him. Huh. So, yeah. Well, what's the difference between MDA and MDMA? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, Apparently, MDA is like a little more hallucinatory than MDMA. Than MDMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Mm. All right. Mm. At fucking work on my day off like a goddamn moron. Working on my BMW. Um but that's a whole nother story um yeah we well, can't wait to hear that one yeah please, <laughs> please. <laughs> jesus 
I've listened to you guys for a hot minute and uh, have wanted to call multiple times, but I seem to be doing something every time I'm listening to the show, so Is this Matthew I'm not able to uh, I think call so. at that point. <laughs> the Lincoln Continental, <laughs> Lincoln Continental will take you to heights you'd never before reached. Whether you're a cat girl in the swamp or a murderous <laughs> Egyptian snake god, the Lincoln Continental's a car you want to drive. I'm going to listen to you for a this hot is, minute. Yeah. <laughs> but I uh, love what you guys do. Keep it up. And I'll keep listening. Uh, by the way, don't play that fucking first message. I was uh, <laughs> not all there or something. I don't know. He made three attempts. Okay. Yeah. Right. Thanks. Later. There's a part two here. Yeah, part two. All right. Yeah, it's Rich again for the third fucking time. I can admit I'm I'm the fucking moron this time. I hit pause and uh, didn't finish listening. Oh boy, explained what the fuck Sassafras was. Uh, oh man! But I think this is why the uh, dynamic is needed. Um, you and Wackerly, Wackerly are awesome, but um, and I was thinking that I was like, why is Harrison fucking needed? But uh, <laughs> what what <laughs> what did he say? He said, why is Harrison needed? Because you and Wackley yeah. are awesome. I don't. Yeah. I don't know, Rich. I don't know how long you've been listening, but mm. Wackley hasn't done the show for like three years. Yeah. That's why Harrison's needed. Because Harrison's Sky, could Sky co-host of the show. Yeah. yeah. No, you say you've been uh, listening for a hot minute. I don't know what that means. Yeah, whatever that means. Yeah. yeah. But he's saying why you're needed. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> yeah. I think that's that's a big part of it. Harrison's got a pretty good uh, sense of drugs. Uh, I don't think his sense of drugs is quite as well as mine. Um, I don't think there's one that I haven't done. Challenge. I mean, that may be possible. You know, I'm not like trying all the crazy <laughs> fucking shit that you get at a, you know, I don't even know. What the is, what is the fish? Is there like a know. fish equivalent of modern times? I don't or know. the daisy chain carnival or whatever. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. that thing <laughs> that they do with the electric light daisy chain in, Some, the, in sure. Vegas? You know, mm. that's a, or EDC, I think mm. is what it's called. But that's the thing with drugs. Mm. There was a period of time where I had done all the drugs. I had done every drug that was mm. I could that I could find. I had done DMT. I had done... Uh, fucking peyote i had done mm. like in the, like the i think by 2005 i'd done pretty much every drug mm. at that point but now since dracula's toe jam that was, was a good one that was yeah. great mm. fucking did mm. that right up the keister mm. um but since 2005 to now there's a lot of new drugs out there sure yeah there's a shitload of designer drugs oh yeah like tcb and flaca and mm. fucking meow 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 chupacabra. there's a shitload yeah, of drugs of i have not done so uh -huh. i have fallen behind right. in that yeah, you do. although you you've still done a lot yeah, of drugs I try to keep up you know? you know i don't know if this guy's mm. calling you out here mm. this is a challenge but <laughs> you know what all you drug people give me some dmt all right everybody <laughs> says they're gonna do it for me and nobody ever put does. your money where your mouth is <clears throat> yeah um uh, i guess it's possible <laughs> but anyways uh I, I had to admit my wrong there i hit play and felt like a fucking dumbass uh Anyways, if you ever need to know what the fuck a drug is or something, I, I guess just give me a call. <laughs> Later. <laughs>
Sure. I get older, they keep staying safe. <laughs> the same age. Yeah. <laughs> sure. We'll we'll keep you on the. Yeah. I'll uh, keep I you hope, on speed dial yeah. just in case. I hope things work out with you and uh, Kate Hudson's character also. So. Can you explain poppers to me? Mm, yeah. Like, <laughs> poppers. Oh man. Yeah. I love them poppers, yeah. man. <laughs> Do you see that Harmony Korine movie with him, Beach Bum? No. I actually I actually kind of like that movie. Oh, yeah? I know a lot of people mm. hated it. Mm. I liked it. He he played mm. basically like a like Jimmy Buffett, I guess. Okay. But I just I just liked the movie. I okay. thought he was good in it. Mm. Yeah, I like it. It was a good movie. I and, liked the movie. Yeah. Anyway, mm. thank you Matthew McConaughey yeah. for for schooling us on drugs. Um, final call here is uh, from Buffalo Bill, who actually we played one of his calls on the Patreon where he asked Harrison out on a, uh, a beer drinking ex- excursion. Oh. Yeah, so, which might happen. Hmm. Um, but, uh, but here, Buffalo Bill is telling us, he's regaling us with a story about mushrooms. Okay. Hey, guys. It's, it's, um, it's hmm. Buffalo Bill. And I was doing a little sycamore experiment to see if lemons make your mushrooms more powerful. Lemons? Yeah. Lemons make yeah, your mushrooms? It, uh, like the lemon you, brine? No, like if you watch films starring Jack Lemon. Yeah, <laughs> lemons. Uh, citrus, you know, limes or lemons. Don't you remember? Yeah, 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 when yeah, I did yeah. mushrooms and it's like we did the stupid lemon lime juice thing. Oh, And I yeah, went into fucking yeah, like yeah. David Crosby's fucking UFO asshole. You know, so wait, what was, do you do? Do you make do you mix it up? Like, how does it work? You you know you grind it real fine, the amount of mushrooms, whatever you want to do, and but knowing that it's going to be multiplied by fucking whatever, and then you pour some lemon juice or lime juice, juice in there, juice, and then just like, leave it there for like fifteen minutes, and then you drink it. Wow, mm. yeah. yeah, and it just really does the trick. Yeah, but you got to like grind up the mushrooms so that they're in soaking in the fucking thing. You got to soak. So it's like fine. Grind them up you real grind fine. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do. And um, I was, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm still wigged out. I went to, went to the park across my street, across the street from me, and I was hammocking, and I noticed. <laughs> Did he say what, what I thought fuck? he said? Yeah. He was hammocking. I was hammocking. <laughs> I didn't even know that was like a fucking That's bird. not a term. To hammock. Yeah. <laughs> to hammock or not to hammock. <laughs> that is the question. So wait, you, so in the park, there's just hammocks. What the fuck? Ha- yeah. Like just in I the park that anyone could use? A hammock? Who I mean, brings a hammock to the park? Well, do you bring a hammock to the park or are there mm. hammocks there that you could just use? I hope not. Because I know in the, in L.A., mm. I don't even know what people would have done on those. It'd hammocks. be a homeless sex yeah. swing. <laughs> yeah, That's what it'd be. A homeless sex swing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my God. I was hammocking in the yeah. park. There's uh, this big dude standing off in the distance, who's kind of staring at me. I thought it was kind of weird, but I was I, I sat there and I was just chilling out. Tripping dicks. <laughs> Tripping dicks and fandango. Some of the music, and he like somehow disappeared. I didn't really think anything about it because it was a public park. But... 
Wait, I mean, he, I guess he's a free country. He's free to disappear in the thin air if he wants to. Was he in a cruising park? All parks are cruising parks. I guess all Steve. parks are cruising yeah, yeah. parks. So, so you never... What yeah. time were you mm. hammocking? Because maybe that's like a cruise thing to do. Yeah. You know, expose mm. your buttocks on the hammock. Mm. <laughs> I was off in the, like a wooded section. So I keep swinging. Then like 10 minutes later... <laughs> I'm just swinging I'm on my hammock. I'm swinging on my hammock. Good to do to do. I get some like weird lizard brain shit. Says I'm like I, I'm like my body tells my brain tells my body to turn around, and this giant black dude standing behind me <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> the dude from the Green Mile. Yeah. Just fucking staring at me. Wow. And it was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> so I just kept staring back at him and he just didn't say anything. So I just slowly packed my shit up and he stared at me the entire time. <laughs> and he watched me walk out of the woods. And then he I watched him follow me afterwards. And then he looked at me like I was crazy. And then he walked back into the woods. <laughs> it's really... That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. God. It's really weird. I, I like, I wasn't sure if it was real, but I took a video and this actually happened. I'll send you guys, I'll email it to you guys. Yeah. I don't think this guy exists. You don't think so? The creature of the woods or whatever. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Although I would like to, I would like to think he was just some black dude cruising yeah. in the woods. He sees this white guy. It, do, in a it hammock. does sound like some Reddit creepy pasta thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Mm. Maybe he's a minotaur or something. Mm. Who knows? <laughs> All right. He was sick. He was wrong. Matter boys. <laughs> yeah, please email that. Also, he didn't explain. He didn't mention if the the experiment worked. Oh, no, he's, he did say, he was like, I was wondering, and, oh. and it does. Oh, yeah, okay. He said yeah. in the beginning, yeah. so it, it yeah. must have... That's, that's why I think this guy might have been a figment mm. of his imagination. Well, if he has a video... Well, right? uh, yeah, send the video. Yeah, I'd like to on. see. Have you ever had... Have you ever, like, been followed or anything like that? Yeah, I think so. I remember one time, mm. I was... It was, God, I was, mm. I was in Chicago. I took, like, a year off of college... And I went, I lived in New York for a while, and then I lived in Chicago with my brother. And I had two jobs. I had one job at like mailboxes, et cetera, and then mm. one job at this like coffee place before Starbucks became a big thing. Yeah. It's called Gourmet Cup Coffee as a barista. Mm. And uh, I was working there, and that place was open to like uh, probably, I think we got out of there like 1 or 2 in the morning mm. or something. And so I was walking up, I think it was uh, Diversity, back to my brother's place. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to get an ice cream. And I got like McDonald's soft serve ice cream cone because it was hot. And I was just like eating the ice cream. And this like big black dude pulls up mm. in like a Cadillac. And he's just driving really slowly right next to me, just staring at me. Mm. And I was just like with my ice cream cone, just kind of like looking over like, that's weird, but whatever. And I kept walking. He's just just really slowly driving mm. all the way. And there's no one around because it was late. It was like two in the morning or something. And I get all the way and I was thinking like, should I run or throw my ice cream cone at him? Or I was mm. just like, what should I do? And then he just kind of stops at, at the stoplight. And I, and I would stop because I was waiting across the road and he was just like, I like your ice cream. 
Mm. And I was just like, thank you. Mm. And I just kind of took a right yeah. and just like hauled ass to my brother's place. <laughs> that happens to me. You know when that you know when that kind of stuff happens to me? When I'm walking down the street eating a banana. And I'm not <laughs> I'm not fun with you, honestly. I'm seriously like. How do you eat a banana? Do you like slowly like peel it nah, off? Just eating, just like <laughs> you know, walking down the street eating a banana. But like, dudes in cars will shout shit at me. I like your banana. I like boy. your banana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I, you know, I don't think you I've ever. Go hammocking. Let's <laughs> go hammocking, boy. Mm. I'll get mm. you some ice cream. Mm. I, you know, I don't think I've ever had that like tripping like that where. Mm. You know, I don't. I can't think of any situation where I've been like, "Oh my god, this!" But I've been freaked out before. That's why I think this guy was having a crazy hallucination. Right? Maybe. Mm. I don't know. But send us the video. I want to see it. Yeah. Uh, people call Sticker on Hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. Best way to support the show is by becoming a Sickerong patron. Um, we appreciate everybody who signed up. I think we're like two fifteen now, two sixteen. It's amazing. It's I, amazing. I really did think we'd get to get to that. that whoa, that point. whoa, 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 um, whoa, whoa! Uh, you just go to patreon.com slash You know what sucks about Patreon is that um, the only it used to be a way like with YouTube where you could have like exclusive videos, and now it's like you like um, you can't the, have an exclusive video on it. You can do kind of like unlisted ones that are harder to find, but they're not officially exclusive. The only way to do it is to use Vimeo, but you need a paid Vimeo account. Oh, and it's to like put the video, yeah, yeah, on there to then. have it work with, yeah. And it's That's like, bullshit. are you fucking kidding me? You're getting ten percent. What about YouTube? Of all our shit, no, you can't do. Oh, it no, with you can't do it with YouTube either. No, wow, yeah, YouTube. that is fucking bullshit. Patreon's a bunch of God, you know, come on, shysters. yeah. Um, also, actually, we had a guy called in, asked about mm. the Patreon RSS feed. Do you have that mm. one? Queued up? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, this guy had a question yeah. about it. All right. I got a question about it. You know, I would keep my anti-Semitic remarks to a maximum, except I just, I'm such a Jew fan. Anyway, hey, fan. I was just calling because, uh, you know, I am a Patreon supporter. Thank you, sir. I, I know that, that you guys have bonus content you that you, that you uh, post there, but uh, and, and there is also a Patreon feed, but all of the bonus content that you post oh, yeah. on Patreon does not make it onto the Patreon feed. So can you guys look into that? <laughs> anyway, hey, um, you know, I've been listening for a long, long time, and I, uh, I love it just as much now as I did when I started. Go See you guys later. Keep it keep it going. Bye. Nah, thanks, man. Thanks. You know, I we think the Patreon RSS feed yeah. is only for audio content, right? Is yeah, that what I, it is? I think it, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's just audio content because mm. it goes through an RSS feed, and everyone's mm. RSS feed is unique. Mm. And I think it, once you sign up, I believe you have to be at least at the five dollar level to access most of it. Yes, correct. But we do have content that comes out for like the ten and twenty dollar levels. But, mm. um, but at the five dollar level, you should get like a new story every week, new phone calls, and our outtakes. But you have to like, I think, copy that our your unique RSS feed and put it in whatever podcast aggregator mm-hmm. app thing you use. Mm. Um, but it should be all on there. So that's why I don't, I don't know if uh, you're not clicking on the right thing. But you got to actually, like, you have to copy the RSS feed and yeah, put it into, like, Yeah, it's a unique your, thing for you. Yeah. And you put it into your player. But, your yeah, player. it's all the audio stuff. And if there's yeah. audio stuff that ain't there, 
make sure it's audio stuff because it yeah, might not it's be. probably videos because yeah, yeah, yeah. not going to be videos in your <laughs> right. rss Word. Uh, but just go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong harris and i are, are posting new shit every day mm-hmm. actually i just posted mm-hmm. a new fistful of steel mm-hmm. um uh and uh and some outtakes which is kind of funny of i was talking to steel about japan and then it just got into this whole story mm-hmm. about his like makeshift fleshlight that he made it's really creepy oh no it's weird oh no, no yeah he no. made it when he was young and he still oh. uses it to this day no it's, it's weird yeah okay but anyway just go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong why does he make today. a new one though why doesn't he just buy one <laughs> yeah I'm, actually buy gonna, one. I'm thinking of sending him that tengu oh one that i got in japan yeah. i might do that mm. um patreon.com slash sick and wrong sign up today and get access to all this that that new content yeah. Um, finally, here, Sikorong Song of the Week, just keeping with the Egypt theme. Mm. I want to dedicate this one to Nico Jenkins and his god, Apophis. Mm. It's My House on the Nile from the album, the debut studio album by American hip hop artist Greg Broussard, also known as the Egyptian Lover. Do you ever get into those guys? I don't think so. Oh, they're mm. so great. It's mm. like early 80s. It's called Electro mm. Hop. Mm. But it's like early like the proto rap mm. and uh i th- I, th- I think it's amazing i had a couple of, of his records but what's the, the my favorite thing about the egyptian lover is uh his lyrics so listen to this this is from the song my house on the nile that i'm about to play my camels will bring you home if that's what's on your mind but i'm sure when you see my pad you'll want to stay and have a funky time inside my house reminds me of me it's the ultimate pad you have to see with a waterbed 50 feet long and solid gold speakers to hear this song. Hmm. All right. <laughs> it's a good song. Yeah. So we're going to end the show here with My House on the Nile, dedicated to uh, Nico Jenkins. Um, people, as I mentioned before, holiday shows going to be coming up next week. So definitely give us a call with your holiday wishes and curses, and we'll play them here on the show. Not sure what we're doing next or doing for it. Um, we haven't really planned that part out. I'm hoping to have Steele maybe Wackley on. Because every year we have Steele on to tell the story of the miracle birth of his, uh, of his child um, that wasn't his. Um, we'll probably be talking about that. But anyway, yeah. we will be-, be back next week with uh, episode 718. Till then. Hail Apophis.
camels will bring you home If that's what's on your mind But I'm sure when you see my pad You wanna stay and have a funky time Don't be shy girl, step into my pad I'll give you the best news you ever had Don't sit down, relax, lay between the sheets And let the Nile King rock your feet Inside my house reminds me of me It's the ultimate pad you have to see With a waterbed 50 feet long With solid gold speakers to hear this song motherfuckers this is rich uh i've been listening to the show for a fucking minute but y'all finally hit a a low here you don't know what the fuck sassafras is come on dudes it's molly ecstasy just a different type fucking wake up you guys should know this shit um i'll try you guys back when i'm a little more fucked up (laughs) 